This episode of The Secret Room is brought to you by Care Of, a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. For 25% off your first month of personalized Care Of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter promo code SECRET. This episode of The Secret Room is brought to you by Zola. Zola is reinventing the wedding registry and planning process to make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. To start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola, go to zola.com slash secret. What's your secret? When I was a kid, I was bird sitting for one of my friends and the bird grabbed my braces and it would not let go. It was so embarrassing. It was also very hard to get the thing off of my face. Um, so I told my friend to this day that um, I still like their dumb attack bird and I never bird sat for them again. <laughs> Um, I'm excited. I'm nervous, even though this happened so long ago. And I, you know, it's the, the risk factor or something. I don't know. You're a little nervous, huh? Yeah. Today, we look behind the curtain of the secret lives of the famous with a story that lands smack dab at the crossroads of celebrity and chicken. My name is Loretta, and my secret is about a famous actor, five chickens, and a stretch limo. Oh, and there might be some marijuana, too. <laughs> That's great. I love it. This celebrity chicken caper took place on the East Coast in a big city where you don't expect to find many chickens, you know, up to their normal chicken shenanigans. I'm in Manhattan, where I've always been. <laughs> but that's part of Loretta's story, and she's concerned her former celebrity employer might just be listening. And so be it. But she's going to toss caution to the wind. I mean, I can't get fired because it's been 23 years and I don't work for him anymore. Hang tight for this one, guys. It's about chickens, and chickens are always funny. You're listening to The Secret Room, a podcast about the stories no one ever tells. I'm Ben Ham. Loretta, hi, it's Ben. Hi, Ben. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good. So, thank you so much for joining me. I can hardly wait to do this. <laughs> <laughs> As you know. It's interesting. So, you have a really... A really intriguing secret. I, I could not take my eyes off your secret. I was riveted when you sent it to me by email. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what year? What year are we talking about? It was 1995 in Manhattan. Okay. So what was your job back then? I was personal assistant to a very well-known, very talented film actor. Is this had this been a career for you? Had you had you been uh, assistant to other actors? No, actually, I I kind of fell into this because I had uh, I've always done two things my whole life. I've, I've been a vocalist, and I worked in television production in New York since the since the eighties, and they were long, long days, sixteen, eighteen hour days, sometimes six, seven days a week. And after a few years, I said to a friend. 
I got to get out. I got to stop doing this. And if you hear of anything else, let me know. Well, my friend was personal assistant to another very well-known actor. And she called me and she said, hey, this other actor is looking for an assistant. Would you be interested? And I said, sign me up. <laughs> yes, please. I, I need out of TV. Sounds, sounds like an interesting job being an assistant to a celebrity. Mm-hmm. What kinds of things do you do in that job? And, and how close do you get to the actor? You know, I mean, do you, do you see inside their lives closely? And- very much, very much. And, you know, I'm glad you said that because I want to start off, Ben. I just want to say that aside from this man being a tremendous talent and a great inspiration to actors everywhere he was he's honestly one of the kindest most generous patient fair employers that I've ever had and yes as his assistant I would be asked to perform a very wide variety of tasks <laughs> every day okay. I used to say to I used to say to my husband my now ex-husband but I used to say you know it's like going to Coney Island it's like getting on this roller coaster and hanging on for dear life and you just you don't know where or when the roller coaster is going to start you know, he'd say, would you talk to the housekeeper? <laughs> it's, you know, there is some problems, boring things. We need more pencils. All the way to my first assignment ever, first day on the job, he wanted me to go get him a Purple Heart. Like a medal? A real, a military. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. What did he want that for? It was a gift for a friend who had been through something really, 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 really <laughs> difficult. And it was kind of like a funny gift for a friend. And, and I, hmm. a friend of mine was an auctioneer and I, I secured it. I was able to. I wonder if that wasn't a test, you know, you, you got to keep the job. <laughs> it had to be, man, because that was day one. I'm like, my God, this is day right. one. <laughs> Huh. Okay, so you read scripts and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other staff, um, you know, coordinated with the nannies, the babysitters. Oh, my goodness. So there was a whole... This actor had a whole entourage yeah, of people. Yeah, just anything you could imagine that you need in your life if you're an extremely busy person and can't do a whole lot of stuff for yourself. Did you work long hours? Not as long as television. You know, some days I'd actually get away with an eight-hour day, and and some days it would be a twelve-hour day. But I'll tell you, it's always there were they, there were always the phone calls at home, and then because he traveled so much and would be in so many different time zones, you know, I'd be answering calls. What was two o'clock in the morning for me, but different time zone for him. And it, it, it was always fine. He never took advantage. It, it was always necessary. So you're here today to tell us about one of the more bizarre <laughs> escapades you had while you were under his employ. Ben, ben you know what's really, but you know what's bizarre, Ben, is that what? this is so normal to me. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. In the course of the you... job, this was like really normal. It was another day. Okay, well, let's see how this whole thing started. As I understand it, he had an assignment, a new project um, that was coming up, right? He did. At the time that I was called to do this, he was on his way out of the country to work on his current film, the film he was shooting at the time. And he had asked that I have his loft painted while he was gone. And I said, sure, of course, I'll figure that out. He says, I want it done when I get back. Everything back in place, like nothing ever happened. I said, sure, absolutely. There was a a script that came across his desk. He got an offer. I had read the entire script, but it was about a chicken tycoon, a poultry tycoon, who becomes so greedy 
that he genetically engineers a chicken that has four breasts. So you would get double the meat out of every chicken. Wow. And in the course of the film, the character transforms into a chicken. And that was the crux of, of, of that story. So that sounds like an interesting... Interesting movie. Interesting premise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting premise. All right. So he takes off. He, he went out of the country. He went to the Balkans. Okay. Had to go to a quick trip to the Balkans. And, and what were you left to do in the meantime? Aside from everything else that I would normally do, from the mundane to the ridiculous, I said, okay, now I've got to get a painting crew, right? Well, my cousin, who I grew up with like a brother, he was employed by the city of New York in the painting division. And he never took off work, never, ever took off work. So he had days, probably months of time banked that that he could take off. And he said, you know what? I'll do the job. Let's put in a bid. I'll do the job and I'll take my partner with me. And I said, sure. And and they put in a bid and he, and he got the job. So my cousin and Ned took a week's time off. And because the loft was quite large, they had to buy quite a bit of paint and quite a bit of painting supplies. So they said, well, let's take the van. Let's take the city van to, to just to transport the materials. Okay. And I said, okay, you know, that's fine. Plus, you know, they could park, I guess they, you know, they could park that wherever they want. It was a city van, so there was no problem. Mm, sure. You know, in New York, you can't find parking, right? They're up and running and, and they start painting. So the actress said to me, when I get back, in addition to having the loft painted, I would like to really study chickens. <laughs> so He's a method actor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to study chickens. I want to get this down. If I'm going to transform over the course of the film, you know, slowly um, in, into a chicken, I, I want to be a chicken act like a chicken, think like a chicken, sleep like a chicken. I want to be a chicken. I said, okay, what do you, you know, what do you want me to do? You want me to research chickens? But he says, oh no, I want you to get five chickens and bring them in the house. And I said, well, you do know that in the city of New York, it's it's illegal to harbor farm animals. And he says, you know, if anybody could figure this out, you're going to figure it out. I trust you. I'll see you. I'll be back in a couple of weeks. Okay. You have your assignment. He's out. Uh, Yeah, I have my assignment. <laughs> I mean, I mean, one second you're getting married in Baltimore, and and you're in Belfast now. It is cold, wet, and rainy. My friend Natalie found the love of her life and married him in October. And to help plan her wedding, she used Zola, which is bringing you this episode of The Secret Room. Zola is reinventing the wedding registry and planning process to make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. Five hundred thousand couples have used Zola, and you can join them. Your wedding on the Inner Harbor was just gorgeous. Loved it. I loved it too. (laughs) (laughs) It was honestly the best day of my life and I'm so glad that you could be there to share it with me. Yeah. Zola consolidates a bunch of wedding tasks into one easy to manage website and there are a ton of planning tools. You start it all with a free wedding website. There are over a hundred gorgeous designs to select from. Your wedding website was, was really nice. 
Aww. With Zola, you can add stories about how you met and helpful stuff for your guests like travel information and what to do when in town. And that's just where Zola starts. We had a honeymoon fun going. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Zola offers so many tools to help you plan, like a customizable wedding checklist with deadlines and a wedding registry integrated right into your wedding website. And the Zola store has a wide selection of gifts at all price points. He said he needed to get slippers to fit in with my family. Natalie, would you recommend Zola to other couples planning their weddings? Yeah, I would recommend Zola just going with it. It's simple, it has a lot of functionality. Weren't you going to go to Cambodia for your honeymoon? I'm not actually on my honeymoon. I am with my maid of honor. We eloped and went to Ireland after the wedding, and <laughs> my husband's a little bit jealous, but we are planning our honeymoon uh, for sometime in February, so. To start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry, go to zola.com secret. That's spelled zola.com secret to start your free wedding website and get $50 off your registry on Zola. So I go home for the weekend and I come back and my cousin and Ned are up and running. They're painting the loft. Things are looking good. So I'm thinking, chickens, chickens, where, where am I going to, what am I going to do? I'm eight months pregnant at the time. You are super pregnant. I'm really, I'm really pregnant. Okay. So I, I start thinking, where in Manhattan, um, you know, without going too far away, where am I going to get chickens? Yeah. Must be somewhere. Spanish Harlem. There, I don't know if they're still there, but there were live chicken, mar- poultry markets. Hmm, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I said to my cousin, I said, listen, I got to make a quick trip up to Spanish Harlem. I got to pick up five live chickens. Don't ask me any questions. <laughs> <laughs> Just, can we use the van? And they're like, yeah, it's, you know, it may put us a little, I said, I need you to drive it. I need you to, and they said, okay, you know, it can't, how far can it be, right? Wow. Straight up to Harlem and okay. back. How okay. long could this take? So now I'm thinking, what the heck am I going to put these chickens in? As it turns out, above us, above the loft of the actor, okay. was another wonderful actor. Hmm. And I had I had become uh, good friends with that actor's housekeeper. She she had daughters my age, and she became like a mom to me. And I was telling her what I had to do, and she said, "Oh, my actor just got rid of a dog. We've got this fabulous crate, this fabulous cage. Take the crate." Perfect. So I go to get the crate, but the crate is like four feet high mm-hmm. and four feet wide. Oh, it's big. Yeah, it's a big. It, it was a big crate. <laughs> So I show it to my cousin and Ned, and I'm like, well, luckily it's a loft, so the the elevators are are wide in in a loft, too. So we were able to just push the crate into the elevator. We had a painting tarp. We throw a painting tarp over it, get it into the back of the van, and we take the ride up the West Side Highway Mm -hmm. to Harlem. I get to the market, and we decide to leave Ned with the van, you know, watching the van and manning the crate and getting all ready. And I walk with my cousin into the poultry market. And of course, nobody speaks English. And I'm trying to think back and into my high school Spanish. And they look at me and, and they ask me if they can help me. And all I could think of to say is, um, 
cinco galina, por favor. You know, five chickens, please. And the butcher turns around and he turns back at me and he's holding a chicken, but he's holding it by the feet. And for whatever reason, he turns it over and he shows me the chicken's genitals. Hmm. <laughs> like, okay. What, is, what does this mean? <laughs> just, just say yes. My cousin's going, just say yes. Let's get out of here. Just say yes. Okay, I'm, that's yes. a chicken. <laughs> okay. Well, Eni says, okay. And I said, no, I need, I, I need four more. Well, he gets four more chickens, and he does this four more times, throws them into a burlap sack, and my cousin takes them, and we leave the butcher store, and Ned opens the back door to the van, and we open up the crate, and we put the burlap sack in, and the chickens come out, and we lock them up, and we're good to go, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well... We're driving downtown at that time, and I'm making it sound like it was 100 years ago, but like 20 some odd years ago, it was still cobblestone. And this van, though it was 1995, this van had to be from the 70s easily. And the shocks were worn. There was no seat belts. There's only, you know, there's just the two seats in the front and the back and this all the space in the back, thank goodness, because that's where the chickens and, and Ned were living for a little while. Right. And we're driving down at every bump, every cobblestone we hit. Like, I'm feeling it because I'm I'm real pregnant, like I said. And I, I'm not a large person, so I would go flying practically out of my seat when we'd hit one of these bumps. And so I'd be holding on and we're going downtown, and I guess we get maybe, I don't know, not 20 blocks, and we hit a pothole. And all of a sudden, I hear Ned scream. My cousin and I turn around, and Ned is bleeding oh my God. from the face. What happened? Well, I guess when we hit the pothole, <laughs> yeah. the gate, oh, maybe it wasn't secure, but the door to the crate opened. The chickens fly out, and they attack him. My goodness. They attack Ned. The chickens attacked Ned. Yes, yes. <laughs> attacked Ned about the face. <laughs> Oh, my God. He's bleeding. Good Lord. And What a story. My cousin cannot stop laughing. He laughed so hard that he had to pull over. Well, he pulls over and he gives Ned what attention he can. And they they shove the chickens. Ned Ned won't touch the chickens. He's, he's terrified now. He won't touch the chickens. I said, I'm not touching them. I'm pregnant. God knows what disease these chickens have. I'm not touching them. Because they're taking your life in your hands. Well, you know, anything for art. Right. So my cousin stuffs him back into the crate and we proceed back down Broadway now going about our business we're calming down we're collecting ourselves and all of a sudden I smell weed I smell I smell marijuana I'm like what the heck is this I turn around Ned's smoking a joint I was gonna say it's not coming from the chickens it's not coming from the chickens it's coming from Ned (laughs) it was clearly early medicinal marijuana yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. So so now my cousin's laughing even harder. And I said, listen, Ned, you got to get a grip. You got to get rid of the joint. Because now all I could think of is we're in an unauthorized van. They're not even on the job. They're not even supposed to have this van. 
I'm the eight months pregnant. Not to mention the chickens. Not thank you, thank you. Right, and, and all I'm saying is, mm. can you imagine like we get stopped by the police? And how do you explain this van, chickens, pregnant lady, weed? And I'm envisioning myself on the front page of the Post, the New right. York Post, the next day. You know, like oh, would have been great. Celebrity assistant knocked <laughs> up five chickens. You know, and. <laughs> Two weird guys. I'm like, what the heck? So I beg him. I beg him to put it out. Mm-hmm. Puts it out. We Again, back downtown. We finally get to the loft. And who is in the lobby but the building owner? Uh-oh. And the guy, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. And he's like, oh, what, what you got there? And we still just painted, you know, the, the guys having the, the loft painted. And we just got a bunch of paint in here. And I'm praying that these chickens don't make any sound. I'm just... So we get it in, stuff in the elevator, up we go, out into the house. Oh, you got right by the owner, no problem. Right by the owner, no problem. Something went right. Good. Good job. So so we're inside, and I got to hand it to the guys, business as usual. They get right back to painting. I'm like, okay, I got to set up these chickens. Okay. So I find a nice little spot and I give them a little water. I give them a little feed. You know, I did my research and and I noticed that, well, Ned's still bleeding a little bit, but <laughs> I noticed that they're not moving a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, they've been through a lot. We've all been, it was a rough day for everybody. And Tomorrow's another day when I come back. I'm sure, you know, they're going to be moving. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Well, I walk in the next day. The guys are painting. We're back, you know, day two, we're, they're painting. Everything's going great. These chickens are not moving. I mean, not huh. a feather, nothing is going on here. What, what, was, what was wrong? Their eyes are open. Okay. They're alive. They're not dead. So I figure... What the heck is it, it? They should have been acclimated by now. It was like 12 hours. Probably the shock of that van ride. Well, no. Okay. I said, could they be high? Is it possible? When you think about this little tiny chicken brain, mm-hmm. right? I mean, how, how big? And there's this van full of smoke in a few minutes. And I'm saying, God, don't let this be. This is chicken abuse. Okay, let's let's not call it that. <laughs> okay. Let's not call it that. Not yet, at least. Okay. Not yet. Okay. So okay. He, he's, he was coming home in like two days. So for the next two days, I'm keeping close watch. Ben, yeah. nothing's changed. Mm-hmm. Not, nothing's changed at all. So I said, well, I guess I just got to deal with this and pray that by the time he's here, they're back in action. They're back to their chicken shenanigans, whatever that is, whatever that may be. <laughs> well, I walk in the next day, and there's the actor standing there. And he's admiring the paint job. He said, you know, uh, the paint looks good. How you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, what do we need to catch up on? Everything's good. We get all caught up. And he said, you know, I- I'm-, I'm a little concerned because... The chickens aren't doing anything. And I said, you know what? I think they just need some time to get used to the space. Maybe, you know, they need to get used to you now. It's a new face. It's a new face. You're a new face. They got to get used to you. And, and, And he's a little annoyed. I could tell he's a little annoyed because he's, listen, he's the 
best at what he does. And when you're the best at what you do, you expect the best out of others. So you, you, you can't blame him. Right. And he said, that they're not doing anything. And I said, let's let's see how they're, give them the rest of the day. Let's see how they fare tomorrow. Now I'm like, how much longer am I going to stall? I, I really, I don't know what to do. I'm running out. I got nothing. I got no excuse. Mm-hmm. I think I know what's wrong with the chickens, but we can't let him know what's wrong. <laughs> and, and my cousin and Ned know what's wrong with the chickens, but... Nobody else can know what's wrong with the chickens. Do you look at vitamins at the store and say to yourself, I really should be taking those. I was one of those people. But then Take Care Of came along, and they had a simple way to figure out what vitamins and supplements were right for me. I'm talking about their five-minute, fun, and easy online quiz. You answer questions about your goals, lifestyle, values, diet, and they will help you focus on what you want to achieve. One of my health goals is to improve my sleep, and sure enough, there it was in the quiz, along with other areas like energy, heart, skin, hair, stress. It's all there. They take your answers and figure out exactly what vitamins and supplements are right for you. Care-of delivers your vitamins to your door in personalized daily packs with your name on each one. No counting or messing around with big bottles. They are perfect for around the house or for travel. And a portion of every sale goes toward the Good Plus Foundation, which provides expectant mothers in need with valuable prenatal vitamins. And you can add Care-of's delicious nutrient-packed quick stick powders for an extra easy boost whenever you need it. I like that. And I want to thank Kara for supporting The Secret Room and to make it easy to show some love back. I have a special offer and code for my listeners for 25% off your first month of personalized Kara vitamins. Visit TakeCareOf.com and enter promo code SECRET. That's 25% off your first month of personalized Kara vitamins when you go to TakeCareOf.com and enter SECRET at checkout. Next day comes in, now I walk in, and the actor is really ticked. And he's saying, something, something's not right. I said, you know what, I got an idea. I got an idea. I said, why don't we set up a video camera on the chickens? And probably like when you're sleeping, they're probably doing stuff while you're sleeping. Yeah, they're nocturnal. And they're nocturnal right. chickens, <laughs> right? They're New York chickens. <laughs> they don't sleep. Right. So he said, he said okay, that, that, so that, that bought me a little more time. So I get my husband to come in and he sits up and I said, what we'll do is like, after 24 hours, we'll just play the tape back and fast forward. And I'm sure they'll be doing something. All you got, you don't have to watch the chickens. All you got to do is watch the tape. It's a blessing in disguise. So it's like, okay, good idea, good idea. Mm-hmm. My husband sets up the camera. After 24 hours, we give him the tape. It was a Friday. I said, take the weekend. Good luck. Enjoy the movie. <laughs> Get. Let me know how it goes. Well, I walk into work on Monday and he says to me, I watched the whole movie. I said, yeah. He says, they didn't move. Oh, no. And now I don't know what I'm going to tell this guy. I just don't know what I'm going to tell this guy. And I'm saying, is it like really possible that they're brain damaged? Oh, my God. It's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, I've seen chickens before. I'm sorry. You've seen chickens before. They do stuff. Chickens do stuff. Yeah. They're up to their chicken shenanigans, like you said. Exactly. This is a well-known fact. Right. 
So everybody knows. So we talk about being saved by the bell. The phone rings. Okay. And it's a surprise phone call from from his girlfriend. Okay. And she announces that she's going to be flying into New York tonight, and she'll be staying a while. And blah 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 blah. So he said to me, "Listen, um, my lady friend's going to be flying in tonight. Can you pick up a few things?" I said, "Sure." And can you get rid of the chickens? And I said, "Listen, it's five o'clock. <laughs> this is a tall order. Like, wh- where? What am I going to do? How am I going to get rid of these chickens?" He says, "It's another Mission Impossible for Loretta. Another. I know you could do it. I know you'll get it done. Wow. I need him gone. I need him out of here. The flight will be. She'll be here in five hours. So I, I've got five hours to get rid of these chickens. Okay. Well, once again." I call the office of the actor upstairs, and I tell her my predicament. And she said, wow, one of the girls in the office has a boyfriend who's an animal wrangler. Perfect. Yeah. So I'll I'll put you together with him, give him a call, see what he could do. So I call him, and I tell him, and he said, I'll be happy to take the chickens. I can't take them tonight. There's nobody we're leaving for the day. There's nobody here. They're in Long Island City where the movie studio is. You know, so again, I'm, I'll am i be traveling with these chickens. <laughs> but he said, this has got to wait till the morning. I said, listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. The, the clock is ticking. I don't care what it takes. I don't care what we got to do. I owe you forever. But you have to take these chickens. He says, all right, but it's on you. You got to get them here. Okay. Now... My cousin and Ned in the van, a long gone. Oh, no city van. Probably just as well, though. Those seatbelts were non-existent. You don't want... Correct. You don't want the chickens attacking people again. Yes. I had to call a messenger, and the messenger sends a bike messenger. Like, the guy walks in with one of those messenger, you know, those over-the-body over the strap canvas bags, and he's like, okay, where's the chicken? And I'm like, here. He said, I thought there were five frozen chickens. I said, No. <laughs> No, dude, dude, I know they're not moving, but they ain't frozen. <laughs> they, no, these are breathing. Somewhere in there, they're breathing, loving, thinking chickens, please. His, his face must have turned white when he saw those chickens. Oh, no, he no, he thought I was crazy. He's Actually, he was like, this woman's crazy. Get me out of here. Just get me out of here. Oh, my God. So then I had to call back the messenger company, and then they have me measure. Okay. And I, I measure, yeah. That's when they said, well, lady, we got to send a stretch limo. Right. I said, oh, fine, okay. whatever it takes, okay. whatever it costs, just get it here, get it here now. So now they tell me, yeah, they've got to send a stretch. And I said, fine. I said, but I'm going to need somebody to help me carry this cage. And they said, so right, the, driver will, the driver will come up, you know, let him up. When, when he arrives, he'll call you and let him well, he arrives, and I let him up. It was like the classic, the guy with the cap, the driver with the cap comes, and we're carrying the chickens out the apartment, into the elevator, back downstairs, through the, oh yeah, 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 through through the front door. At least they weren't clucking, right? Because they were still 
still high. They weren't clucking. They were they are out. feeling no pain, these poor little fellas. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> okay. so we loaded in. Now, I got a ride to Long Island City and back in this limousine, and I'm sitting there. Right. So the chickens are getting first-class service. First-class Only in America, right. Ben. Only in America. You know what I'm saying? Lucky chickens. Yeah, yeah. So... We're going across the 59th Street Bridge, and um, I just, I, for the first time in like two weeks, I take a breath and I'm thinking about, wow, this is probably going to be one of my last assignments because my baby's going to be here soon. And I'm, I'm just trying to put all this behind me and thinking, you know, what a story I'm going to have to tell my, my baby mm-hmm. someday. When, yeah. when, and all of a sudden, I thought I hear this tiniest little. <laughs> I'm like, what was that? And then I hear another and another and another. And I smiled oh. and I said, but now, but now you're clock now. <laughs> and I figure I better late than never, right? Well, they're coming out of it. They're coming out of it. They're coming out of it. And okay. I'm thinking, I can't wait to tell my boss. I can't wait to tell the actor. And I'm only hoping that he'll believe me because, <laughs> hey, you know, it, it sounds a little sounds a little crazy, but they did. They came back, reconstituted somehow. Fantastic. Well, you probably felt a sigh of relief right there, just you know, just knowing you hadn't brain damaged those chickens. I did. I, I really did. But you know, just, but f- so frustrated that had had it happened 30 minutes ago, I would have went out on a good note. I would have real. Chicken cred, you know. <laughs> Chicken cred, that's great. So there's there's a little tag to the story. Still, you know, being the the, the tried and true and honest actor th- that he was, he was determined to still be an authentic chicken. So what he did was he hired a very famous choreographer mm. to come to the loft to teach him some chicken posture and some chicken movement <laughs> and, like to see and behavior. As luck would have it. The day the choreographer arrives, I was in the loft, along with the actor's daughter's nanny and the actor's dialect coach. Hmm. A chicken dialect? No, the dialect <laughs> from the present movie. Oh, okay. the, no, 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 no. I'm sure he'd be, he could do that, too. But, but the choreographer insisted hmm. that we all join in in learning these chicken moves. So here I am, eight months pregnant, in the middle of, of my workday, walking around, strutting around, clucking, clucking with the other four of them <laughs> doing these little chicken moves. And I said, well, I guess I can't complain because it could have turned out a lot worse. It could have. Yeah, a lot worse. And, and I got off easy. And it's been 23 years. And I guess he never knew. That is hilarious. Can you still do the chicken moves? Of course. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> And of course. <laughs> that's a lesson you're never going to forget. Never. And, and so I guess you never took the chickens back to him. No, actually, you know what? Ha- would rather what didn't happen. The film never got made after all that. Oh, no kidding. Wow. <laughs> the film never got made. And did the actor ever ask you what was up with those chickens or did he just kind of forget about it? Well, that's my secret. And, that, and that, this is the, the guilt and that I live with all these years is that I, I lied. Yeah. I lied. I had lied about it. That's a safe face. <laughs> And yeah, so funny. I mean, I, I had such a stellar record until then, you know, <laughs> except there was a, there was a goldfish that died on my watch that I, I caught hell for. But, 
you know, goldfish. Come on, it's a goldfish. <laughs> so it's been about twenty three years. Have Have you ever thought about coming clean to the actor? Are you still in? Mm, could you reach out to him? No, no, I, 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 I don't think he would take it well. Really, I, even all these years later, he would have taken it well. I think had I told him right away. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe on my deathbed, I'll call him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe all these years later, he might get a kick out of it. Maybe. Maybe he'll hear this and put two and two together. Yeah, you know, he'll be like, I know that voice. I remember uh, this. That was me. I Actually, remember he, those chickens. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He'd know from <laughs> yeah. the chickens. The whole story would make sense to him immediately. It could happen. Yeah. I think. I'm afraid so. so I'm afraid funny. so. So who in your life knows knows this story, this crazy tale? Well, of course, my husband, because he set up the camera. Right. And my cousin, <laughs> because he was involved. And Ned's weed dealer. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Loretta, why, why did you want to tell your secret today, of all days, all these years later? <laughs> that is such a really good... I, I told you, I, I've been listening to your podcast from the beginning, and I absolutely adore it. I'm crazy about it. And after like a couple of years of listening, really, I'm, for a couple of years, I'm going, wow, I don't have any secrets. I don't have it. I got nothing to contribute to this show. I can't. <laughs> and then one day I said, wait a second. Wait a second. I've been walking around with this. I buried it so deep. You know what I mean? Right. Like I've been walking around with this for 23 years. And then I said, nah, he, he, it's crazy. He won't be interested. That's crazy. That's too crazy. <laughs> well, Loretta, thank you so much for sharing your story in The Secret Room. Ben, thank you. It was my pleasure. And so Loretta holds her chicken story close, feeling it's just too late to tell the actor. And if that movie had ever been made, I think Loretta could have gotten a role just on the basis of her fluency in chicken speak alone. <laughs> That is good stuff. And Loretta shared a picture of her baby girl, taken just a couple of months after they both survived the high-speed in-utero chicken ride. Her face is obscured in the picture, but Loretta points out that her baby girl is clutching something that looks suspiciously like a chicken. You gotta see it. Check Facebook and Instagram right now, and Twitter later this week. Our handle everywhere, Secret Room Pod. Listen to Loretta's podcast, It's Your Thing, on Podbean. You could submit your story at our website, secretroompodcast.com. Every note in this podcast was by Breakmaster Cylinder. BMC, thanks for the musical clocks. They were simply astonishing. <laughs> and thanks to sound engineer Don Sterniker at Mixolydian Recording Studio. Thank you, Don. Thanks also to Susie Lark for our social media mayhem and our bird-themed street secret. This is The Secret Room, a podcast about the stories no one ever tells. I'm Ben Ham, pod on. Pod on. Loretta, you're not going to believe this, but in my living room, I have a painting that is called Cinco Gallina. No, you don't. I do. It's five chickens. No, you chickens. don't. I do. So maybe I'll post a picture of that. Are you kidding story. me? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's true. This was meant to be. I want to see that. I'll send you a picture. Oh, my God. Okay. That's amazing. <laughs>
next time on The Secret Room. My name is Joe, and I secretly record my boyfriend and you will not believe what I do with the tapes. <laughs> so Joe, he's going to he's going to find out inevitably, right? Do you think? I mean, uh, yeah. Easy. I do. Inevitably. Here's my daily struggle. 